This weekend, I was on a trip to the Lake of the Ozarks with a bunch of friends celebrating one of my friend's 50th birthday. And no, I did not see Jason Bateman. And no, I didn't even see anything from the Netflix show, The Ozarks, just so you know. the In the first season, you know, the Blue Cat Lodge, that's not even in the Ozarks. That's in Georgia. I was very disappointed to learn that fact. So anyway, we were in the Ozarks. We were celebrating my friend's birthday and her two daughters and one of their friends came on the trip with us. And one of them was a little boy crazy. And being with that boy crazy young lady made me think about how desperate that looks. My inner auntie wanted her to understand how much power she had, that she didn't need to be so desperate for any attention, but rather she could hold out for the right attention. Watching this young, beautiful, smart woman degrade herself for the sake of whatever boy happened to be around made me a little sad. I've been there. I've done that. And in my wise old age, I can tell this young woman that these boys of the minute or boys of convenience Ugh, they're not worth it. But then I was thinking about being a real estate salesperson. Sometimes we can be a little client crazy, can't we? And so this episode is dedicated to ditching that desperation. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Even when I'm taking a vacation from real estate, somehow I let real estate seep into my brain. But this was an unexpected parallel with my boy-crazy acquaintance. Have you ever needed a client so bad that you felt a little desperate? Maybe you showed them some homes without getting a pre-approval letter. Maybe you knew they were working with someone else, but you thought maybe they'd like you more if they saw how hard you worked. So you met with them anyway. Maybe you even promoted their house as a pocket listing without having a contract signed. God forbid, maybe you even offered to cut your commission if they would work with you. Being boy crazy isn't too far off from being client crazy if you think about it. And you know, when you're desperate in any situation, when you're feeling that desperation, it just doesn't end well. So how can we attract our next clients without having that horrible client, crazy desperation, otherwise known as commission breath? No one wants commission breath. It's going to take more than hopes and dreams. You need to take action and create a client generation system. And this system needs to be something you can repeat over and over and over. A client generation machine. Your machine needs to start with a strategy. And if this sounds familiar and you're thinking, hey, isn't this the wealthy agent framework? You're correct. The framework starts with a strategy. What lead pillar will you work? And how do you plan to give that chill vibe versus the desperate commission breath yuck vibe? There's really no magic pill as to what lead pillar is going to work for you. So if you go into this knowing that no matter what lead pillar you pick, it's absolutely going to work. Whatever you work is going to work. So just pick one that seems like something you can do. Don't pick something that you're forcing yourself to do it. So like you've probably heard me say it before, but I'm not going to door knock. I get hot 
after about seven minutes of walking, even slow walking, I'll get really hot and I'll start sweating. I can't help it. And of course I sweat from the head. So then I'll have sweat dripping down my face. In about 30 minutes, I'll be soaking wet. My hair will be wet. It is not a good look to make a first impression on door-to-door sales. So I know that's not going to work for me, but I know from experience that the lead pillars that do work for me, I'm going to work my database. I have a strategy for my past clients, for my sphere of influence, and then everyone else in my database. But I also evaluate the performance of my paid lead pillars pretty regularly. I'm that client no one wants because I hold the vendors accountable. Anyway, once you've picked your lead pillar and mapped out an overall strategy, you'll need to create the system, the parts of the process that need to happen. And hopefully some of that will happen on autopilot. The goal of this is to create a business you love that works for you, not create a job where you have to go in and send a thousand emails a day because you didn't set up any automation in your systems. For my paid lead sources, they're all on a similar system where the lead comes in. And if there's a phone number, they're texted immediately to give them a heads up that we're going to call shortly. That also helps our calls go through because like their iPhone will say, oh, this might be Heather when I call and they get a similar email as well. And that's, those are both automated. Like as soon as that lead comes in, it automatically sends a text and an email. We might have a delay, like there might be a two minute delay on the text message so that it doesn't look completely psycho, (laughs) you know, because we don't want to look client crazy, like the boy crazy girl who is sitting on her phone waiting for anyone to text her. So we built in a little buffer of a couple of minutes to add a delay so that it feels more like a real person sending a, a text, typing it out, gave us time to do that. And then we start our outreach. We're going to call, send text message. We're going to send some emails. My CRM is set up to make sure that any new lead with a phone number that we haven't talked to yet goes into a smart list. And we're going to try and call them for two weeks. That's really only 10 calls, assuming we're doing our lead follow-up every day for two weeks straight. So knowing that that's probably not exactly how it's going to happen, they're probably going to get anywhere from five to seven calls over that two-week period, if I'm being realistic. And then everyone gets the same email cadence, which is a mixture of engagement emails to get them to our website or educating them on the process of buying or selling real estate in Des Moines. Once we get hold of them, then we move them into the right bucket. Whether that's hot, warm, cold, not interested, has an agent, is an agent, you get the idea. Then each one of those buckets has a smart list that will remind the agent when to follow up with the leads until they become active clients and then past clients. And then we have a system for the past clients. So each bucket dictates what the follow-up system is going to be, but nothing is required from the actual agent. The agent just has to open up their CRM and everything's on autopilot. They just go down the list of smart lists. Recently, I've started sending re-engagement emails each week uh, to the people in my database that aren't past clients. They're not sphere of influence or active clients. They're people who are in my database who maybe we've talked to them and we know their situation, but they're not actively looking at homes. They're not actively a listing So there are people who are in process or maybe have never responded to us at all. They could be perfect strangers that we met at an open house six years ago. And everybody in our database 
that we do not know exactly what they're doing when it comes to real estate today. And they're not a past client, a sphere of influence or an active client. So anyway, that re-engagement email is designed to make them click and visit our website because then they're going to show up in a re-engage smart list so we can reach out and see if they're ready to make a move. The technology is fantastic and the system is set up to make it easier for us to work our leads and turn them into clients. It's timed to share a little bit here and a little bit there. We don't want to give it all away at once. We want to leave them interested. So we've done our strategy and our system and the wealthy agent framework is not complete without the social aspect, creating and building a relationship so that I'm the agent they want to use when they're ready. The outreach is where we're amplifying that relationship. If they tell us they're not working with an agent, but they're not planning on moving for a few months or more, then we're going to send them information that's going to help them where they're at today or where they're at in three months or six months. If I were a client crazy commission breath agent, I would constantly hound them to go look at houses. Hey, I know you said you weren't going to buy a house for six more months, but do you want to go look at this one? Do you want to look at this one? Do you want to look at this one? Ugh. No one wants that agent. Instead, we try to deliver value that's about them, not about us. Throwing yourself at possible real estate clients is about as useful as being boy crazy and throwing yourself at whatever boy happens to be within 10 feet of you. It doesn't work in the long term. And honestly, it rarely works in the short term. For my young boy crazy friend, I would tell her, know your value. You're beautiful. You're smart and you certainly do not need to throw yourself at some dumb boy. No offense to any boys, but we're talking 20 year olds. Wait for the smart ones to notice what a great catch you are. When you attract the right person, that makes it a much better experience. And my advice for the agent that really needs a client or is feeling a little bit desperate is really similar. Know your value. You're beautiful, you're smart, and you certainly don't need to throw yourself at people who aren't worthy of being your clients. Be more strategic to attract the right clients, the people that want and need your help. Both you and your client will have a much better experience. If you'd like more information on setting up your own client generation system, aka machine, you should check out Savvy Agent Club at SavvyAgent.co slash club. I'll leave a link in the show notes. I know how hard this business can be. And if you don't have systems in place to help you generate leads, you're probably feeling really overwhelmed. Systems were the solution to my overwhelm problems, and you can access all of them in the club. Without systems in place, it's kind of like operating a hit and run real estate business. You put up an ad or a post, whatever it is that you're trying today, it doesn't work. You take it down and this cycle repeats itself over and over and over again because you're missing the system. You and your business deserve more than hit and run marketing. Plus there's two live calls every month where you can get the support that you need. Got a question? You can hit and run in the call, ask your question and get out of there. And the best part is it's only $37 a month because building a business doesn't have to break the bank. Okay, that's what I've got. I'm going to continue recuperating from a long weekend away and I'll be back in your ear next week with a little bit more. I'll talk to you soon. 